another day and another beautiful week and a wonderful month. We say to you, be all adoration. We worship your majesty. We lift up our hands to thank you and to bless you and to say, Hallowed be your name. This morning, come and speak to us, teach us a word, line upon line, precept upon precept, in Jesus' precious name. Everybody say, big Amen. Take your Bible and say, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. It contains the word of God. It contains the word of God. I am what it says I am. I am Let me see your Bible. Let me see your Bible. Let me see your Bible. Let me see your Bibles, please. Palace praise. I can't see your Bibles. Living voices. We are Christians. So. so when we are coming to church, please let there be quietness. When we are coming to church, we have to bring Bibles. A Christian must be used to the Bible. Amen. I want us to, this to be a culture. I know some of people say, I have a Bible on my phone. That is only a supplementary one. It's important. Anything can happen to your phone. If your phone goes off, what happens? And so it's, it's important. You see, I'm saying this because Christianity is changing in our country. By the grace of God, I've been a Christian for some time. This year, I'll be 42 years in the faith. Amen. In July, yes. So at least when I'm saying something, I've seen a few things. Amen. Amen. I've seen a few things. And so it's important. And I can see the, see, the Christianity you see today is not how it started. It, it is not how it started. Now there's too, too many mischiefs. Yeah, many mischiefs. And it's like the thing has turned to magic and it's this and that. Christianity is real, total reliance on Jesus Christ and his word. Period. Christ and when you are coming to church, carry your Bible. Carry your notebook. You want to be a serious Christian. You want to help come and learn. You need, we are not even coming to church to come and meet friends, come and meet. It is not bring half of fake work. Whatever. It is to come and have a deep encounter with Jesus Christ. That's the reason from the beginning of the year I've been teaching about Jesus, born again, Jesus, born again, Jesus, born again, Jesus, born again. Yes. Yes. It's very important. Amen. Amen. And everybody get ready to appear before your God. If you are not ready, you better be ready. Yeah, you better be ready. Everybody be serious with, with the Lord and with the word of God. Whatever you are doing, make sure that you give God first place. Yeah. Said one of my in-laws came around and sure, just said just before I get, he just was talking to somebody. And he's been trying to call a friend. And call a friend and call a friend. And for some days, he hasn't heard from the person about, you know, close to about a week or so. And the person tried to call her and she, she didn't, the person didn't get her and she was trying to call. And then she gets a phone call and thinks that it's a person coming. It's a person's daughter. She says, my, my, my dad is dead. Person was very, very much alive, very buoyant. The person is gone. Christian. <laughs> so please, 
I want everybody in this church to be more, more serious than we have been with our Lord. Amen. Amen. So take your Bible and say, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. It contains the word of God. It contains the word I am what he says I am. I am what he says I can I do what he says I can do. I'm about to receive I'm about the, to rich the rich unfailing, unfailing and grafted word of God, who is able to save my soul and give me an inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same. Never, never the same. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you take your seat? Now, I want to be sharing on the power of John 3.16. Someone say the power of John 3.16. I want to show you how to, you see, most of us will quote the scripture, but how to preach it. I'm showing you how to preach it. Amen. Yeah. And understanding that is in it. But, but before we get in there, in Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 10, in Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 10, the, Jesus was actually teaching on parables on salvation. And then in this particular one, he said, What woman? Let's read it together. Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 10. He says, Oh, what woman? Having ten coins, if she loses one, does not light a lamp, sweep, watch it, light a lamp, two, sweep the house, and three, search carefully until she finds it. Verse 9, let's read together. When she has found it, oh, I can't hear you. I said, let's read all together. When she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Verse 10. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Amen. Amen. So here, I mean, God wants people to repent. Is that not it? Yes. And then the Lord begins to share something regarding that in the verse 8. He says that what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one, does not light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. The first thing about this woman is that she had ten pieces of silver. She, had, she was a good steward. The Bible says that she had 10 pieces. She was aware of what she had. So the first thing you must know is that you must be aware of what you have. If you are going to be a good steward, be aware of what you have. Amen. How much, she knew how much money she had. So she had a sense of accountability. You must know what you have and who you are. Amen. 
So it means that God knows all his creation. In fact, the Bible says that he has actually numbered the, our hairs. Not that he knows the number in terms of the quantum, but he knows number one, hair number one, number two, number three. This hair number one has to be removed. Hair number three is this, hair number four. God knows the number of our hairs. That means that he has numbered our hair follicles. He knows whatever numbers of hairs that we have. The second thing about this woman was that she valued everyone of the coins she had. She valued them equally. Which shows that you are very important to God. God is concerned about you. Why do I know that? Because the woman showed concern for the lost coin. If the lost that one coin was not important, she wouldn't have noticed it. For some of us, there are some things that we have which is not important to us. So when they become defaced, when they get missing, we are not even aware of it. I mean, sometimes you probably may have too much money that, you know, some money that just goes out of your account or, you know, around you from your purse. Somebody takes you, you may not be aware. But if every money in your purse is important to you, whichever amount that goes away, you become aware of it. So God doesn't only know all that he has, but he values every one of us. Tell somebody you are valuable to God. Your value is not because of your house. Your value is not the car. The value is not the type of clothing you have. You are valuable because you are his creation. You are valuable because you belong to him. And because the coin was valuable, the woman lighted a lamp and swept the house and sat carefully till she found it. She lighted a lamp. Whatever is lost in the darkness, it takes light for it to be seen. When man sinned against God, darkness came into the world. And it had to take God to bring his son, Jesus Christ, as the light of the world in order for us to be discovered. Something can be around, but without light, when the thing is in darkness, you can't see. It is only when you introduce light that is when you see it. So when the light of God 
was introduced. When the light of God is introduced into somebody's life, the person is found for the Lord. And Jesus is the light of the world that God uses to shine so that we can be found and we can be rediscovered. Jesus is the exclusive source of spiritual light. That is why in John 8, 12, Jesus spoke to them and said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. But he shall have the light of life. I am the light of the world. When light shines, darkness is dispelled. When light shines, things that are in darkness are unveiled. And he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. So when you walk with Jesus, you will not walk in darkness. You have light in your business. Receive light in your business. Light in your relationship. Light to be able to choose the right partner. Light in your marriage. Light in your family. When, when Jesus comes into a family, the family changes. When there's light in a nation, the nation changes. Europe changed when Christianity came. In fact, the world actually changed even physically when Christ came. It was after Christ came that many discoveries, you know, were unfolded. And in Romans chapter 5 verse 8, the Bible says that God demonstrated or commended his love toward us. In the world we are still sinners. Christ died for us. What a blessing. I said what a blessing. The world were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Christ died for us. How did he die for us? The Bible says in John 3.16 God demonstrated his love. How did he demonstrate his love? The love he demonstrated is in John 3.16 If you are lost coin, it is John 3.16 that will save you. If you are lost in your business, it's John 3.16 that will save you. For God so loved the world, let's read together. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave or he sent. Someone say he sent. So why did God give or why did God send his only begotten son? When the 
the coin of the woman got lost or got missing, what did she do? She sent or she introduced lights. Amen. Amen. Because the coin was very important to her. And because you are very important to God, God introduced what it would take for you to be discovered or rediscovered. And that which he introduced is Jesus. If it takes light for the coin to be rediscovered, then it means that it will take Jesus for you also to be rediscovered. So the first question we have to ask ourselves is that why did God say for God so loved the world? Is that right? So first, first statement is God so loved the world. Why did God so love the world? Why did he love the world so much? Because we are his creation. You see, when you create something, you like it. Ask the, the, the dress designers. When they saw it, they are happy that I designed this. Those who, those who build, when they finish, they build the house, they are happy. This is my, but that's why they take pictures of it. So we sit down here, and yeah, we dance. We tell me, "Esi, I want to jump for you." I want home. When the hairdressers fix somebody's hair, they are happy, and then they take pictures. Say, "This is my handiwork." Now, oye, it's so sara. Oye, it's my obi. I know we jump for you. Say, "Wait, I am in sanu." And you don't want anybody to destroy your handiwork. Oh, person, be there, be say, "Nia, we don't want to say." So God so loved the world so much. God loved the world so much. The answer is because we are His creation. Irade edo iviase isanse we yanabodi. In John chapter 1, verse 3, the, the Bible says that all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In James, all things were made by him. Someone said, All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. And this is referring to Jesus. Is that right? Yeah. So it means that. If the world became dark and he is the one who fabricated the world, then it means that he's got to be the one to fix it. That's the reason why when we buy gadgets, we have manuals. And then they tell you that if there's a challenge, take it to the manufacturer or the manufacturer's agent. So it means that the one who fabricated us has the best answer for us. So if you are looking for a solution, you don't look for the solution anywhere else. You don't look for the solution in the world. You don't look for the solution from alternatives. You look for the solution from the original, who is Jesus. Now, the second thing is that the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not what? perish. Amen. It means that God's creation was going to perish, going to go to hell. And listen, hell is a very wild place. God God's creation was in difficulty. In darkness and in pain. When you have a child and the child has a, a difficulty or a challenge and you can help the child, wouldn't you help the person? Or even when you have a friend. So God wouldn't want his will to go through, continue in the pain and so he had to bring about a solution. 
Isaiah said to Tom, "Who will back? Now, so come when you hear, Munasi, Obeti, Nya, Buana, Ekwembi, Asunobe, Buana." Hell is a very bad place that nobody should attempt to go there. Some people say oh, there will be some nice musicians there and we'll go and meet them and we'll say, Kaya ma, Kaya, Kaya, eh, Kaya. And then we'll be dancing reggae there. You'll be so surprised. And in fact, you may not even know the people who are singing those songs, whether the last minute they gave their life to Jesus and God born. You see, who did born here? Sometimes when you are doing something, they say, oh, we are all in the same game. You are not in the same game. You are not all in the same game. Maybe the man you knew last year, he's changed. The person you knew, sometimes you are there, you gang up. You gang up. You see, one day, there was a guy with his friends, and they were, they were driving. And as they were driving, the car was too quiet. So he decided to put in a CD so that, you know, they play. All of a sudden, the, thing, the CD was, was, instead of having some hip-hop music or whatever, there was some powerful preaching that was going on. Then the guy said, ah, when, 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 when did you start putting CDs, preaching CDs in your car? He said, Charlie, I'm thinking about my salvation now. I have changed. I have changed. So the guy has changed, but his friend doesn't know. He has put his friend in the car, and he's thinking about old. He has moved from the old. He is planning. His, 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 his life has become different. So for all you know, the person you think that you are misbehaving with, the person is going to change. The person will get a window of opportunity to jump out. And you will not have that window of opportunity. Are you getting me? You know, sometimes there's an accident and everybody dies and left with only one person. And that one person can change. And you may not be that one person. So you better change. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Don't say everybody is rebelling, everybody is complaining, everybody is whatever. Let me join. No, don't join the Chobuye. Just decide that you will be a changed person. Amen. Amen. Are we learning something? Hallelujah. Good. So, God decided to do something about it. Why did God send his son and not an angel? Because he wanted to send a powerful person who could save us. In fact, the principle is that man must save man, but the man that must save man must not be under the devil. That is the reason why God had to take on the form of man. And the Bible says in Hebrew, it says, a body that has prepared for me. So a body was prepared for the son of man to be able to live on earth. For anybody to live on earth, legitimately, the person must have a body. And so he took a human form and died in our place. Now, if you are going to box with somebody, you have to... Fairly, you have to have the same weight. So we have what we call feather weight, light weight, heavy weight, bantam weight. Is that right? That's why they put both of them on the scale. So Jesus, what he had to do is, is that in order to win over the devil, he had to now be in the ring with him. They have to, he has to reduce himself, come down to a certain scale, 
not operating as just God, but operating as man. If man is to overcome the devil, if it has to take a man to overcome the devil, it means that God has to become like a man. And that's why God, the Holy Spirit, had to go and fertilize the egg of the woman. And remember that it's the seed of a man that gives life to the child. And so, it had to take the seed of God, the Holy Spirit, to overshadow the egg of the woman. So, what brought about Jesus was not the seed of a human being. Because the seed of every human being is under the devil. But the seed that made the egg of Mary to get pregnant was the Holy Spirit, which was not under the devil. So the man standing there, the person standing there, was man, and yet he was not under the devil, so he could overcome the devil with his blood. So, if you want to deliver somebody, you have to find a very powerful person. Amen? Amen. And Jesus, God is more powerful than the devil. So he had to come down and act like man to overcome the devil. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave. Tell us about he gave. In that scripture, John 3 16, are 25 powerful words that will change everybody. It's going to change your life, it will change your family, it will change your community. There are three main lessons in John 3.16 here. The first lesson is that God loves the world. And since we are part of the world, it means that God loves us. Tell somebody God loves you. Now, love is not a feeling, but a genuine and selfish concern for us. How many lessons do we have in John 3.16 that I have mentioned? Eh? I said there will be three major... What? You have, I want you to write it. I realize some of you are not writing. That's what I was you. The first one is that God loves the world. Amen. Amen. Yeah, God loves the world. Tell someone that God loves the world. Okay. Now, love is not a feeling, but a genuine and selfish concern for somebody or others. When we talk about love, it's not the feeling. It's not like, ooh, I feel something. No. It's a, in fact, when we talk about love, it's a genuine concern. Some people say that, oh, uh, why do you love this person? Because he's buying me Rolex watches. Because buy, he takes care of my hair. He takes care of no. That is not real love. This one is what you are gaining from the person. Real love is your genuine, real genuine concern for a person, for the good of a person. That is love. Amen. 
and yet at Tinka or Do and Yatinka, and then Momu and Casa Wupemu near Waye Amanipan. Did you write that? Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Love is an intense feeling, an intense feeling of deep affection. It is a great interest and pleasure in something. When you love something, it's a great interest and pleasure in something. So God is interested about our well-being. So when we say God, for God so loved the world, that means that God has a, 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 a deep affection for us. He has an intense feeling of deep affection for us. Every parent has a deep and intense affection for their children, no matter how bad they, they, they may behave. You'll be so surprised. That's why never condemn anybody's child. Never attempt to do it. Amen. Never, never attempt to condemn anybody's child. No matter what, the child is coming from the person. <laughs> You are not the one to beat somebody's child. Yeah. You beat and condemn somebody's child. The person will be looking at you, but he's not happy with you. Mm. Hello? Hi. It's a life lesson. Maybe you may not know, so I'm sharing with you. Because everybody is very interested in their children. Hallelujah. They may beat their child, but don't join them. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I said, everybody in the church, I love you so much because you are my spiritual children. Amen. Amen. You may do some things. I may chastise you, but I won't want anybody to come and cut off your head. Hallelujah. Amen. Three features of God's love. What are three features of God's love? Number one, it's unmerited. God's love is unmerited. Amen. God's love is what? Unmerited. That means that we don't deserve it. When you, when you deserve something, when you merit it, it means that you've done something. Is that right? To qualify. But we are not qualified for God's love. But for God so loved the world that he gave us Christ to demonstrate to us his love. That means that we didn't do anything to get God's love. Are you aware of the fact that there are times you get some things you didn't do anything to get it? Yeah. You are just there. Somebody decides to come and bless you something. Somebody uh, one day somebody uh, God touched my heart to go and give something powerful to someone. When I went to give it, the person said, oh, I don't know what I've done for you that you are bringing me this. Yeah, I don't know what you have done for me. But God put it on my heart. God will put it on somebody's heart to do something special for you. In Romans 5, 8, the Bible says that God commended or demonstrated his love towards us. We're talking about God's love is what? Unmerited. So how did he show that? That's why he said God demonstrates his love towards us. In that while we're still sinners, Christ died for. That means that before we even became born again, we became saved. In our bad state, when we were in the mud, God loves us. Isn't it amazing? Yes. In our very bad state. So the time that we're smoking, God said, I love you. Whilst we're drinking, I love you. 
whilst we were womanizing and menizing. And maybe Friday night you went to sleep in somebody's house. Saturday night, you know, I say, hey, the midnight, say, hey, Sunday morning is coming. I need to be in church. Then you have to say, because my pastor may call me. And then you rush to church. Whilst you are still in that, God loves you. And that's the reason why you never condemn yourself. You never get up and say, well, I've made some mistakes. And you see, the devil is a bad devil. He always show you pictures of something that you did some time ago, especially worship time. Has that happened to anybody? Yeah. As you are there, you are worshiping. Then you remember, hey! The time you are taking that call, hey! The way something bad was happening. You know, you are doing something bad or whatever. It's a way of the devil to discourage you. No matter what, know that God Loves you. Amen. Amen. So, God's love is what? Unmerited. Amen. Number two. The second feature is that it's steadfast. It's still under the first one. God loves the world. Eh? Yeah. And so I'm talking about three features of God's love. The main point, point number one is God loves the world. And so the word there is love. And I'm talking about the three features of God's what? Love. The three features are that A, that God's love is what? Unmerited. That means that we don't qualify for it. Is that right? But he qualifies us. And that whilst we're yet sinners. So if while we're yet sinners, he loved us. Now that we have become Christians, he loves us more. God's love is steadfast. Steadfast means unchanging. God is the epitome of loyalty. To be loyal means to be faithful. To be committed. To be constant, da, da, consistent, da, unchanging, available, reliable. So it means that God's love is always available. It's reliable. Men's love may not be reliable. A man say, I love you today, tomorrow he's angry with you and you are finished. Men's love are not always also available. Are you getting me? Yeah. They are not available. And they are also may not be consistent. Their love may, may depreciate. That's all the same. I think my love for you. You know, I, I, Later, you call the person. You call the person, he doesn't mind. You call the person, he doesn't mind. You call the person, he doesn't mind. You. If, you, if you, somebody, you are in a relationship with somebody, you call one, two, three, four, five. He's not minding you. It means something is wrong somewhere. It's a, it's, a, it's a huge red flag. He's trying to tell you something that he hasn't been able to open his mouth to say it. Mm. Yes. Eh? Well, we, 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 are, we have not lived too long, but we are not born yesterday. So we, have, we know that there are, there are some things which are red flags. Hmm. Amen. Amen. So people can be unchanging. Love can be what? Unchanging. Unchanging. But the love of God is steadfast. The word steadfastness is it, a, it's a, it's a, it's a naval term. It comes from the Navy. 
to, to be steady, to be steady and moving. Is that right? And because the ships, they move, and so they say, steady. It means that you always have to learn to steady yourself. The word steady is not S-T-U-D-Y. It's S-T-E-A-D-Y, to be steady. And out of that, where we have steadfast. Amen. That's why we, we have that song, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Lamentations 3, 23. English Standard Version. Who are named? They are new every morning. Yeah. New every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Okay, good. Let's the steadfast love of the Lord what never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. But look at what the, uh, uh, the New King James says. I just want to show you this so that you can appreciate the fact that you need to have different versions of the Bible to give you a deeper understanding. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions would fail none. Are you there? Yes, I can't hear your voice. Okay. Uh, Amen. Verse, verse 23. They are new word every morning. Great is your Faithfulness, great. So God's faithfulness is what is great. God's faithfulness is like a. In fact, God's faithfulness is like a mother, but His own is even on a higher scale than a mother. You know, you see the ways of mothers who sacrifice and do this and this and this and this and that. But His, and it is something that when you see a mother, mothers have certain traits and characteristics of God. And fathers have certain traits and characteristics of God. Amen. That's Amen. the reason why it takes a man and a woman to be able to train up a child well. Amen. When you leave a child only in the hands of a woman, it's not complete. The child will get spoiled. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, you only get the soft part of God. But there's a hard part of God 
from a man, authoritative part of God, authority, strong voice. And, and children need that voice to direct their lives. So when you see children who were groomed only by mothers, you will see deficiencies. They don't like to go by authority. When you go and they give, I give you instructions and things because boys know how to, you know, dad died their mother. And they tell, oh, mommy, oh, mommy, oh, mommy, mommy. And then they, they, when they rub the back of their mother, no, they have left there. My father say, sit down. Get up. And sometimes I can see that even in church. There are people, when they come, some people, is there and they, are, they say, you remind me of my father. Somebody once told, yeah, once told mommy, he said, you, daddy reminds me of my father. Like he doesn't want, he doesn't want to be instructed. Yeah. But you need both. Amen. Amen. To do well. If you are a single mother, get a man to help a father figure. The person may not be your lover, but a father figure. If you're also a single father, let there be a mother figure who will come up with a certain tenderness. Other than that, your child will grow and will be can't pay very hard and will not have a certain tenderness for. Listen, it's a deficiency. At least by the grace of God, I've learned some psychology and other things. Mm. So I can tell you, is that right? Mm. The person is not complete. And at that time, when you investigate into people's life, you can see that mm, the person like this at this stage. The person like this at, at that stage. Is that right? Yeah, even when you see even children, people who cheat, they, they lack something during their growing phases. But we are not learning about psychology. We are learning about Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But the love of the Lord never what? Feels. Amen. Amen. The third feature is that his love desires a response. Every love has an object. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. And when somebody shows you his love, you must respond. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's a very bad thing when somebody is loving you. It's a very bad feeling when somebody is trying to love you and you don't show the love back. Is that right? Yeah, chile, odo, edimawa, because God loves us, we need to respond to his love. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. God wants us to love him back. Amen. And love our neighbors back. But you see, God can also love somebody but not be pleased with him. In Luke 3.22, Jesus said, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Referring to Jesus. At the time he said that, Jesus had not performed one miracle. So it was not about the, the works. It was about the heart of Jesus. It's the heart that shows it. And he knew it was the heart that the, the, the guy was ready to sacrifice and to obey him. 
he was he had actually obeyed him, not was obeyed, he had obeyed him to decide to come onto the earth and to follow his mandate. Amen. Amen. May God be pleased with us. Amen. Amen. But always have an understanding that whatever you are going through, God is interested in you. Bible says he knows the plans that he has for us, plans of good and not of evil, to give unto us a future and a hope and to bring us to an expected in Jeremiah 32, 27. So three lessons of God's love. Love, lesson number one is what? God loves the world. Okay. Lesson number two is now God's will for us is life and not destruction. So, so all that I've said is under lesson number one. If you are writing notes, you must leave one space and then write the next point. Don't leave it. Other than that, you will bunch all the points together or write it in capitals. Is that right? And highlight it so that your notes will be nice. And then when you go home, you share with somebody. Amen? Amen. Yeah, this, is, this is church at school or school at church. Yeah? God's will for us is life. And not destruction. John 3 16. For God so loved the world that what? He gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should know what? Perish. He should know what? Perish, but have everlasting life. The word perish in the Greek is to be destroyed. So it means that the reason why Christ came is so that we will not be what? Destroyed because of the fact that we are sinned against God. And in John 5, 24, the Bible says that when we receive Christ, we move from death unto life. So it means that Jesus came to move us from the state of spiritual death unto spiritual life. Christ For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him. So the key is what? To believe in him. Amen? Not everybody may get an American visa. Not everybody may get a British visa or a Schengen visa or a visa to South Africa. Even if they believe. Not everybody may, may be allowed to the Flagstaff house. But, not everybody may have a Mercedes-Benz. But everybody who believes, they have a right to enter into heaven. Through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. So whoever believes in him should not perish. I told the word perish means to destroy. So there are many destroyers. And Jesus, Jesus came to Jesus came to destroy all your destroyers. He came to stop all the destroyers. So Jesus was standing there. Any destroyer that comes, he kicks him. When a destroyer comes, he chests him. There are different kinds of destroyers that will come your way. That's why in John chapter 10 verse 10, he said the thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to what? To destroy. 
thief? He's a devil. But Jesus said, I have come that you have life and have it abundantly. So what did Jesus come to stop? He came to stop sin. From, from destroying you. Amen. Amen. Romans 8, 12 to 14. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. But if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So you see, the flesh will let you die. But when you receive Jesus, his spirit comes into you and gives you the power to be able to overcome the fleshly desires. And then God gives you an inheritance, 15 and 16. God gives you an inheritance when you receive Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. He's saying that you did not, you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Amen. Amen. Then he said, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So the spirit of God, who is a witness? Someone who has seen something, known something, and he talks about it. So the Holy Spirit bears witness that you are a child of God. Tell somebody, I'm a child of God. So, Jesus came to overcome sin for us. Amen. Then he came to overcome poverty for us. Poverty is a state of being inferior in quality or insufficient in amount. The state of being extremely poor. Poverty destroys dreams. May the Lord free us from poverty. In fact, the reason why America and Britain and co, they let us take visa is because of our economic state. Many years ago, if you're a Ghanaian, you didn't need a visa to go to, to Great Britain because we're part of the Commonwealth. But when we, our cities started depreciating when our economy started getting more and more on the negative. That's why countries like, you know, there are other European countries, American go, they just, they just go and they don't need a, any struggle. In fact, you just, you post your passports, they post your passport back to you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that was at, that's a time. I was in, in, in an Asian country. And then I do say, in Ghana, if you want a South Africa, even South Africa, you have to go and queue and do all kinds of things. I just had to present my, said, no interview, nothing. Just send it to them. I'm going to this country. They also sent it. They didn't even charge me anything. Because I was, I was living in a country that looked prosperous. From today, may you prosper. Amen. 
You didn't hear say, may you prosper. John 2 says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So may you prosper. Amen. You know why you have to prosper? Because man looketh on the outward. And the Bible says there was a, a, very, a very wise person. But because he, he wasn't rich or he didn't have much, people looked down on him. May nobody look down on you. Amen. May no classmate look better. You know, have something that is, looks like you have to go and beg. May you never beg from a classmate. May you never beg from a classmate. May you never beg from anybody again. Like Esau, when you meet your Jacob, may you, may you say, I have enough. I have enough. If you have a car, by the grace of God, I have a car. If you have a place to sleep, I have a place to sleep. If you have something to eat, I have something to eat. In the name of Jesus. And from today, may God make you stronger than your enemies. Anything that is an enemy to you, the poverty that is an enemy to you, whatever fought your father, your mother, the Ohiyafita that is in your family house, that has fought people, your family name, when they mention it, then they add poverty at the end, which is not spelt, but in the minds of people, is that family then they add poverty or it is preceded by an adjective of poverty may every adjective or adverb that describes your family and describes your life be erased by the precious blood of Jesus that's the reason why Jesus came amen when you are poor when you are having family meetings they either not invite you or when they invite you, when you are talking, you say, hey, hold on, hold on. Well, when, you start, when you start talking, you say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> let, let that little boy talk. Let that other person. Meanwhile, you are beginning to grow or your hair is whatever. May the Lord deliver. Jesus came to change us in our trapatite nature, change you in your spirit, change you in your soul, and change you in your body. Can I have an amen? Amen. Not only did he take us out of poverty, but out of lack. What is lack? Lack is a state of being without or not having enough of something. You don't have enough food. Enough clothing. Enough peace. Enough joy. Enough contracts. Whatever is supposed you need, that is not enough. From today, we decree and declare that may you have more than enough. More than you can carry. May you look into your wardrobe and you become say, which one, what, which one should I wear? In the name of Jesus. May God give you more than enough money. Different bank accounts. Amen. I said different bank accounts. Amen. You are signing checks, different checks. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Our God is a King of kings and Lord of lords. Every child resembles his, fa his father. In fact, it is a shame for a rich father that his child is poor. It's a shameful thing to the father. So God will not want you to be poor. And that's the reason why you have to work hard. 
and, and also work in your divine covenants with him by paying your tithes. Give towards kingdom development. Give to the poor. And give to your man of God. Four, four ways of giving and your life will change for good and for glory. Jesus came. You see, when Jesus came, he took away our our lack, which is our insufficiency. In the feeding of 5,000 men, the Bible says that the people had come, they had gathered, and they, it got to a time they were hungry. And, 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 and Jesus asked, what, what, do you, what do you guys have? He said, there is a meal of, there's a lunch. A young boy has a lunch box. In it are five loaves and two fishes. And then, Jesus said, bring it. So when they brought it to Jesus, Jesus, first of all, gave thanks. And then he told the people, let them sit. That's organization. Sit here, sit here, sit here. Let them sit in groups and then distribute. And guess what? The people were lacking food. The food that they had was insufficient. But when Jesus came into the equation, the food became sufficient and they had the surplus. May whatever is not sufficient in your hand, may it now become sufficient. Anytime something is not sufficient, hand it over to God. If the money you have is not sufficient to build a house, give it to him. If the money you have is not sufficient to buy something, give it to him. Give it to him with thanks. He's going to come back to you with a great harvest. Am I teaching you something here? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. After giving being given the five loaves and two fishes, he took care of their lack. Jesus came to take care of your lack. Insufficient food in your family ceases from today. Amen. May your house be a house where there's abundance of supply. I have seen many Christians who used to testify about the fact that earlier on in their families, there wasn't enough to eat. But today, they have more than enough Amen. to give to others. Amen. 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 Yeah. More than enough. God will give you more than enough. I've told you about the fact that when I was in the, at the university, leading praise and worship, I was wearing, I remember wearing a shirt like this, but the back of it was torn into shreds. My t-shirt, the back was in shreds was had become very light and I wore a vest over it in order to cover the nakedness. Don't let everybody know your luck. Let only God know your luck. God take care of you. Don't go and walk around long face. I'm hungry. I don't have this. Just talk to him. He will make a way. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And when people are giving to you, they'll give you in grand style. Mm. They won't give you some pity something. Mm. Can I have an amen? Amen. But by the grace of God, as I came to Jesus, and I served Jesus faithfully, 
Now, I don't wear something. At least when you remove, I remove my jacket, the back is still intact. Amen. But some time ago, the back was not intact. Amen. And I had to cover it. Mm. My lack has been covered Amen. by Jesus. Amen. When you come to Jesus, He's a healer. He will heal your sickness. So because of John 3.16, God will take care. John 3.16 will take care of your lack. John 316 will take care of your sickness. It will cause you to be healed. In Matthew 8:17, the Bible says that himself took away our infirmities, carried out diseases in his own body on the cross, by whose stripes we are healed. He took our infirmities, our limitations, our sicknesses, and bore our sicknesses. So Jesus took our sicknesses onto the cross. Amen. Amen. So there are people whose businesses are sick. May they be healed. Their relationships may be sick. May they be healed. Amen. Marriages and families are sick. May they be healed. Whatever is sick, because of John 3.16, liberty is coming to you. Amen. Amen. You experience promise and fail. It's changing. Sickness in your academics is changing. Amen. Whatever that is a sickness and it's a disease. Bible says he took our disease. Mm. Anything that makes you uneasy, that's a disease. That's why he said everywhere he went, he was doing good. A mighty healer. Heal the leopard. When, when the people saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my Lord was doing good. Everywhere he went, everywhere he went, he was doing good. Jesus also came to overcome death. Amen. We are talking about God's will for us. It's life and not what destruction. And that he frees us from sin, from poverty, from lack, from what? Sickness and from death. Amen. John 5:24. John 5:24. Still under point two. Still under point two. Most assuredly, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life. Amen. That's why I've got everlasting life. And he shall not come into judgment or condemnation, 
but has passed from death unto life. Tell somebody, slap somebody have passed from death unto life. Punch somebody and say, I've passed from death unto life. Kick somebody and say, I've passed from death unto life. Hallelujah. Amen. So when Jesus comes into your life, you move from where? Death unto life. You've got Jesus' own kind of life. And he delivers you from untimely death. You will not die. Every voice of darkness and death threatening you will curse that voice in Jesus' name. Anytime you have those kinds of thoughts and go, it's a, it's a spirit. We curse that spirit in Jesus' name. Yeah. Psalm 118 verse 18 says, The psalmist said, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Do verse 16, let me see. I shall not die, but live to declare uh, the works. You will not die. That's why I will not die. Amen. 17. I say, I shall not die. Oh, tell, say it with life. Believe, Believe to declare the works of the Lord. For the Bible says that with long life will the Lord satisfy me and show me his salvation. So I am not, I am not, I am not preparing to die. Death will pass over me it will not come close to my house for the bible says that the plague shall not come nigh my dwelling place when you read psalm 23 verse 4 to say it says that yet though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear you didn't write so i gave you a scripture i didn't write i will look i look at some of you i will fear what no evil listen if you're in this church you have to know how to preach and teach. That's why I'm taking my time. See, I didn't shout. I didn't. I'm taking my time to for you to write notes, eh? So that you too you'll be a preacher. So that I will not be the be the only preacher. And one of these days, you when we come to church, and uh, they introduce me, I also introduce you. Yeah, yeah. When they introduce me, so I say I, I've been preaching to you all the time. If you have been in this church three months, six months, and you are a serious person, you should be able to know how to preach. I've told you, and I'm warning you. <laughs> Have three messages. One in front of your Bible, one in the middle of your Bible, one at the end of it. So that at any point in time, when they call you, you check the atmosphere. If the first one doesn't work, the middle one will work. If the second work, the third must work. After three, Trinity, one of it will work for you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody we are, we are, we are preachers. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, he said, Yeah, though I walk through what? The valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? You, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. In the presence of your enemies, you eat. In the presence of your enemies, you do well. When, when, when your enemies say that they're against you, that's when God will give you a nice house. Lovely marriage. A beautiful home. You work in good health. You do well in school. 
your children will excel. Hear good news. Your bank account will have enough money. You have more than enough. In the name of the Lord Jesus. When men say they are against you, Bible says, when my father and my mother against me, the Lord will take me up. May the Lord take you up. When your friends reject you, may you have a friend who is in Jesus. That's why he said, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. taking care of you. Yeah, that was through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil for that. With me, that rod and I stand, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Wow. Jesus came to overcome your enemies. To give you the upper hand. Say, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercies, they shall follow me. They shall accompany me all the days of my life. Not on, just on some days, but all the days. May goodness and mercy follow you today. Monday, follow you. Tuesday follow you. Wednesday follow you. Thursday follow you. Saturday follow you. Sunday follow you. We are in the month of March. May you follow you. June follow you. July follow you. August follow you. September follow you. October follow you. November follow you. And finish the year in Grand Style in December. Amen. To move into 2020. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your life and your household shall be marked by the blood of the Lord. Amen. In John chapter 11, verse 4, Lazarus was sick unto death. And Jesus, when he was, he was told, he said, Jesus, when Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. That the Son of God might be glorified through it. Your condition is not unto death. Whatever you are going through, you are, go you are going through that you grow through it. That 
your situation will give glory to God. I said, your situation is going to give glory to God. He wants you to have a mighty testimony. And to show to people. See, Pharaoh thought that he was harassing the people of Israel, but he, he didn't know that he was giving God an opportunity to show his mighty works, such that he opened the Red Sea. Amen. And the sea opened and they walk on dry ground. Yes. And that's why today we have a song. How great is our God, how great is our God, how great is his name, how great is his name. He's the greatest of all, he's the greatest of all, forever the same, forever the same. He rolled back the Your waters of shame, your waters of pain, your waters of confusion. I see God rolling them back. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, I see God rolling them back. The situation is changing. In fact, this song is a song that I learned 42 years ago. When I'm, I mean, it's when I became born again. I remember those were the songs that were singing, and our leader called Brother Ado was used to sing that song a lot. And I caught a revelation that no matter what, the sea will roll back. And always understand that no matter the turbulence of the seas, Calabash never sinks. Your life will not sink. On top of the sea, there is an invisible hand that holds the Calabash. Whilst others are sinking, it doesn't sink. Your life will not sink. Your home will not sink. It may, it, may, it may receive some movements here and there, but the hand of God is holding you. There's, there is a spiritual uptrust that is taking place. Sometimes you think that, hey, my business is going now. God says, hey, hey, no worry. I'm in charge. You are not the one in charge. You think you are the one in charge. You think you know the economic terms. You think that you have business connection. It is not your business connection. It's not your economic terms. It is not the school. It is not the master's. It is not the PhD. It is not the bachelor's degree. It is not the fact that you've got, you've got capital. I am the one. I am the one. Hold it up. Your business holding up your marriage. It is not, it's not, it's not any, you've got to know how to cook or you have wraps or whatever. I am the one holding it. And whatever is going on, it's only a shift, but I'm, I'm my hand is still in charge. I am in charge. That's why I am God. I am the Lord. That's why we say Jesus is Lord. The word Lord means his master. It means his king. He's a seal. It means he's the boss. Oh. He hope of the waters. He hope of the waters of the mighty rest. And he said, I will lead. 
want you to be like a child that you say, yeah, put your trust in me. He rose back to the world. So, you know, God is so huge. You know what was happening? God himself was going ahead of them. And as he was going, nothing can withstand God and limit God. And he created the seas. So as it's coming, the sea has to part. You know, it's like going through grass. As you're going through the grass, you see the grass parts. Yeah, and that's a God. And so long as you are, you are held onto the hand of God, as God is going, the way is made clear for you. I see God make the way clear for you. And your life is going to get better. Amen. That's why because of John 3, 16, your life, is going to get better. Your home is going to get better. Your education is going to get better. Those who look down on you. Listen, we have one one of our, our sisters many years ago. He used to be a house help in a home. House help in a home. House help in a house. And but that was there. And came to know God and came serving God and all those things. The Lord just moved her life from one phase to another, one phase to another. Went to secondary school, excelled, studied good course, economics, whatever, passed, went to the university, later got a, a job or whatever. Today, by the grace of God, she's married with children and lives outside the country. God is This God is an amazing God. You just decide to follow him. That's why Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Eh? We read that scripture. He that what followeth me shall not walk in what? Darkness. The devil is darkness. So he that followeth me. Put the scripture over there. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of what? Light. You will not walk in darkness. I say you will not walk in darkness. From today, may you not walk in darkness. But may you have the light of life in the name of Jesus. So when Lazarus was sick, Jesus said, This sickness is not unto death, but unto life. That the name of the Lord shall be glorified. People will look at you and lift hand and say, We give God all the praise. We give you glory. And About your wedding, they will see your car, they will see your children, they will see your house. The moment they see you, they themselves will lift up their hands and say, We are the
said, I may be down, but I'm not out. I am not finished yet. For if God be for me, who and what can be against me? For in Christ Jesus, I am more than a conqueror. But the Bible says, He that dwelleth in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him. Trust. Oh, no. oh, in Psalm 91 verse 14 he said because he has known my love because he has shed his love upon me I will deliver him Oh, I see God delivering you. Not only will I deliver you, but I will set him on high. That means that you shall be promoted. And today, things may be done, but I say you're coming up. I say, I say you're coming up. Because you see, when you read 2 Kings chapter uh, 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 6, the Bible says that there, there was a, a spiritual uptrust. The, the acts of the, the guys fell under the water. Is that right? The acts were using fell under the water. And the prophet asked, Why did he fall? And he threw a stick. And against scientific principle, the axehead came up again. The density of the axehead was greater than that of water. It means that he had to be under the water, but he came up. I see God working a miracle for you. Your life is coming up again. Jesus is allowing your life to come up again. You will finish, finish your building. That business will flourish again. The glory of God is coming to your life again. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That is why even when Lazarus passed in John chapter 11 verse 1, it says, when he uh, 23, John 11, 23, when he died. And Mary and Martha went to her, him. Mary he said, and your brother will rise again. Your home will rise again. Your marriage will rise again. Your finances will rise again. Again. Whatever went down, I see it coming up. I see the glory of God coming. Your life will be a testimony. Because the expectations of the righteous shall not be cut. And if God be for you, who can be against you? You are more than a conqueror. Because you have made the Lord the most high your habitation. There shall no evil before you. Psalm 91, verse 15, it goes on to say that he said, The Lord will set you on high. May the Lord set you on high. He said, He shall call upon me and I will answer. Him. And I will be with him in trouble. Whatever looks like a trouble, the Lord is with you. Then he said, I will deliver him and honor him. May you be delivered. May the Lord honor you. I said, may the Lord honor you. May the Lord honor you. I like in the verse 16, he says that with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Whatever salvation you need, may the Lord show you his salvation. May people look at you and say, hey! God is wonderful. God. You are too much. You are, you are a wonderful God. You are the God who opens the blind eyes. Who makes the lame to walk. 
You are a miracle worker. And they will begin to thank God for your life. Praise God for your life. Ladies and gentlemen, when we ourselves begin to thank Him, He takes the negative away. Last Friday, I was telling the church that when Jesus at the Lord's Supper, He took the bread, He gave thanks, and He gave it to Judas. Judas, a bad one, left him. Any Judas, any bad thing in your life will leave you. As you begin to thank him. And, and as you begin to thank him, whatever is small, God increase When he took the five loaves and two fishes, it got multiplied. May good things multiply in your life. As you begin to thank him and praise him. We give you glory.
When they mention your name, may they, them, may they begin to give thanks to God for what they have done in your life. May your name, your business, your family be a testimony. Lift your voice, somebody begin to talk to God. we pray with the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord will make a way for us, O Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, in our various dealings, O Lord. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Spirit of the living God. We bless you, O Lord. For our various businesses, O Lord. With all our dealings, O Lord. Spirit of the living God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor, O Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice and pray. Begin to thank you, O Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Begin to thank you, begin to bless you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For all what you have done upon your life, you are beginning to express thanks unto him this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice, somebody, and begin to pray in the spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Had it been for his place, where would we have been? Spirit of the living God, we thank you for our families. Oh Lord God Almighty, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Spirit of the living God, we thank you, O Lord, even for our children and for our relationships, O Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we bow down before your throne this morning and we say, May your name be exalted. We say, May your name be glorified. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, lift your voice, somebody. And begin to bless the name of the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we worship you, Lord. We glorify your holy name, Lord. We give you all praise. We give you all honor, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift your voice and pray somebody in the name of the Lord Jesus. Tell the Lord, every Red Sea, let me cross the Red Sea. Let me go through the Red Sea. Any acts of man that has fallen under the water, let it rise up one more time. Whatever I'm going through now, let it be for your glory. Cause me to carry a beautiful testimony. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord will let you cross every dry sea. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
of people and you could take some steps then this is how God deserves to be praised you want to lift those hands unto him and say Lord I thank you I give you thanks I give you praise whatever prayer you have prayed for Today you want to say, Lord, I thank you for answered prayer. Thank you God, for answered prayer. Thank you for healing. Thank you for my new cars. Thank you for my marriage. Thank you for my children. Thank you for open doors. I give you all praise. I give you all glory. Thank you that I'm a candidate for your miracles. I'm a candidate for your breakthroughs. I'm a candidate for the supernatural. I bless your holy name. I adore you. As your hand is lifted up. Father, I speak over your Jesus. children as your servant. Jesus. And I bless them. Amen. I declare that may their heavens be open. Amen. Answer every prayer, including their unprayed prayers. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May every evil eye be blinded. Jesus. Every satanic hand that wants to manipulate their blessing, Jesus. let it be cut short in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Any demonic leopards that will want to jump on them, Jesus. may they crash into pieces. Amen. May every Jericho wall fall. Amen. May we cut off the head of the wicked Goliath. Amen. Any voice that is accusing them, we silence those voices. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You are the way maker, my God. May you make a way for them. Amen. Whatever has delayed, may you speed it up. Amen. Lift them up from the back seat to the front seat. Amen. From the bottom to the top. Amen. From shame unto glory. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever situation they are in, let it be for your glory. Amen. Let them receive testimonies out of it. Amen. Out of their tests, let them get testimonies. Amen. Out of their tragedies, let them have triumphs. Amen. Out of their sad situation, let there be sweetness. Amen. Out of their pain, let there be pleasures. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak healing into your bodies. Amen. I speak wholeness unto you. Amen. I declare that may God repair your life. Amen. Repair your family. Amen. Repair your relationship. Amen. Repair your businesses. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus came that will not perish. Jesus. That will not be destroyed. Yes, Lord. We stop the work of the destroyer. Amen. Whatever destroys anything, we destroy the work of the destroyer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 
And we pray that may the way maker make a way for you. Amen. Receive uncommon song. Amen. Uncommon testimony. Amen. May you be the next candidate for a miracle. Amen. The next candidate for a breakthrough. Amen. The next candidate for the promotion. Amen. The next candidate for a mega testimony. Amen. Receive a mega testimony. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because of you, may your family name be great. Amen. May those who look down on you begin to look up to you. Amen. May those who despise you begin to uphold you like precious head. I decree and declare that may it be well with you. May it be well with your soul. Amen. May the Lord's glory be your portion. Amen. In Jesus' precious name, everybody say a big amen. Amen. Come on, give God a hand of praise, somebody. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Before we take our seats, if you are here and say, Preacher, I want to be a candidate of John 3.16. Jesus died, that I have life, and have it abundantly. Today, I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior, the King and Master of my life. If you are here like that, you want, I want to walk forward. You want to receive Jesus. You want your name to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You can walk to me right now. I want to pray for you. Right now, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to receive Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. Walk up to me in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Give them a hand as they're coming. You are welcome, sir. I want all of us to join our brethren to pray this prayer together. Jesus said, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, Bible says, shall be saved. Once we mention the name, everybody responds to his name. So we're going to call on the name of the Lord and salvation is going to come. So we want to lift our hands together. And say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, thank you for hearing your word. Thank you for hearing. I accept the fact that I accept the fact I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, and I cannot save myself. I cannot save myself. Today, today, I ask you to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Come and stay in my heart. I totally, I totally submit myself to you. Submit myself to you. To be Lord, to be Lord, Master, Master, and King of my and life. King of my life. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for these precious ones. I pray that they be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. Let your grace and your glory be their portion in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations. God bless you. Congrats. 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 Amen. I'd like for you to follow this lady over there. You take your details and join us. Amen. Give them a hand, please. God bless you. If today is the very first time that you are coming to church, can you give me a wave? Today is the very first time. Maybe I will be happy. Amen. Yeah, God Amen. bless you. Can Amen. you get me some of the calendars? Amen. Church calendars? Amen. If today is the first time that you are coming. Amen. Amen. I want to give you a gift. Amen. Yes, come. I want I have a gift for you. Come. Give them a hand as they are coming. Amen. If today is the first time. Amen. Yeah, come. Please, I expect my greatest and go. Please help. Amen. Amen. When people are coming here, do not leave them to come alone. That is why I have greeters, I've got pastors. Pastors, you are not supposed to be sitting down. Every church officer, you're not supposed to be sitting. You are supposed to be helping me in the service. 
Amen? Amen. Yeah, so as a service going on and somebody needs a help, get up and be a helper to them. Hallelujah. Mama, thank you so much. Thank you for coming. We appreciate your coming. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I have this calendar for you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for these precious ones. I pray that they'll grow to know you, love you, and serve you in spirit and in truth. May they live for you. In Jesus' name, amen.